Hello and welcome to WN35 Music's podcast, a brand new podcast because this is going to be episode one. I'm joined by Kira Makin to my left, well it doesn't really matter because you just listen to it, so no matter who's to my left. Um, and sat opposite me is Jay who's just sitting and he's going to provide some of his, his opinions on music which is always great. Kieran is of course one of the main writers for WN35 Music, you'll probably have seen uh, quite a lot of his content already on Facebook so hello you too. Hello. Hello. You just, hashtag, you just hashtag it mid uh, We're going to kick it off straight away with music. <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly. And I'm going to turn to you, Key, for the first two bits. Yeah, I just, uh, I just want to... Circle Waves' new album. You're wearing the t-shirt. Yes. Which is very nice. Um, and it's actually relevant to some stuff that I've already written for the website. Um, well, isn't this a joy? Uh, we can link it all together. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to gloss over quickly two albums that have been released already. Um, this year, because obviously on the site, although we like, we want to cover a lot of music, um, including obviously international, and national, but the main focus is sort of northwest. So obviously, Circuits from Liverpool and Cortinas, which will come on to from Manchester. But um, yeah, Circuits released the fourth studio album. It's a double album, uh, Sad Happy, and Cortinas released. I think it's the sixth studio album, More Again Forever. Um, I want to say seventh. Uh, really I will do some research yes. as you carry on talking. I mean, as informal chats go, it's going to be pretty informal. Mm. So, But if you want to fact check, then that's fine. I'm going to fact check. Um, but what I want to say is they're both really good albums and the two bands that just keep getting better and better, really. Um, I think both albums for the two bands are arguably the best work what they've done today, which is bold, really, because everyone loves St. Jude from Cortinas, but I think this album is a more rounded album. Um, it's almost like a culmination of all the previous albums gone by, all the sort of genres that they've explored merged into one, and I love it. Um, I don't, I'm not going to go for every single song, but one track in particular, Hanging Off Your Cloud, which was the latest single, is like a beautiful tune, and I think it's the best song that they've ever written. Better Man. Probably my, and Better Man's Better really Man's good, yeah. Um, some bold shouts there, and I know a lot of people would be like, they're throwing like, the classics at me. Yeah, sure, I, I love a good bold shout of, of Cortina's when I started listening to it, and I like... Uh, Sharks are circling on Anna, which mm. is which is another great album. I don't think Cortina really can say that they've released a bad album. I don't think so. Um, I mean, some are obviously better than others, um, but in terms of complete albums, I mean, from start to finish, it's it might be the best one they've done or the best one since Saint Jude. I also like on uh, Morgan Forever, uh, take it on the chin. Yeah, that that's one of my re- favourites. That is really I love, love it, um, and I like the lyrics in that as well. Uh, it's the sixth. Studio album. Oh, so you were right. Thank you. I uh, shouldn't have doubted you. Uh, I've uh, hit the trusty, and as we all know, very reliable Wikipedia. They give me that knowledge. So uh, <laughs> never reference it in a uni essay, but always handy. Very reliable source. So yeah, to just wrap up that, I think Cortina's More Again Forever and Sad Happy by Circle Waves are two of the Northwest albums that have been released already this year, and I think they could be in with a shout for our albums of the year. Even though it's so early on in the year, we've still got months to go, I think they will be definitely up there because they are two pieces of great work, in my opinion. In your opinion? Yes. So it was Kieran Dishon out there was, it had already been done, and we're not even, we're only just kicking off March probably. <laughs> it's not even spring. <laughs> spring has sprung, but Kitty has said, Cortinas and Circleways are the winners. Um, moving on to awards... Yes. And you want to run, and I can't wait for this. Well, it's not. I'm not going to be angry. Yeah, come on, be, ra- be angry. Be so, angry. Keep, even Jay's getting comfy. <laughs> the, obviously, the Brit Awards happens every year. Does. And 
I don't, I'm not sure why this has happened, but it's almost become a tradition in my house to watch it every year. I think the first time I watched it was, I can't remember the exact year, but it was when Blur made a comeback and they they got given the award. I think it's like, it's I can't remember, it's, they've scrapped it now, but it, it was like contribution to music or something like that. because of Blur or scrapped Maybe, it. Because, <laughs> because, because Blur, basically, they were like, we're giving you this contribution to music award, which they no longer do. And it was like, it's like a, it's like the Godlike Genius Award at the NME Awards, mm. same sort of vibe. Um, and then they got on stage and they were wrecked. They were absolutely smashed and they played like part of life. And I just thought it was great. I was like, that is what the Brits used to be. You yeah. know, like when Liam Gallagher was up on stage and they were singing daft songs and making insults. That That is what the Brit Awards was for me. And then, But then since going back, not go off a tangent, but since that blur Brit Awards, that's, I've just watched it every year. But it's it's gone... A lot more PG, shall was we it, say. Was it, was it the Brit Awards um, where um, Alex Turner famously just dropped the microphone? Did the mic drop, yeah. And said you can invoice me for it. That was when they won, I think that was after they won AM, AM Album of the Year. Yeah. And he did like a big speech about rock and roll and everyone was like, I think he was pretty leathered as well. But yeah, he did the famous, yeah. the, or infamous mic drop. Yeah. But yeah, since then, I've watched it, but as it's gone on and on the years, it's gone more PG. And obviously it's followed the arc of music in this country where now it's more... You know, populating and stuff like that. Um, my rant is that I can't believe that Liam Gallagher, who is obviously a Northwest hero, has had back-to-back -back number one albums with um, Why Me, Why Not, and before that, as you were, yeah. did not feature in any categories that were relevant to him, such as British male solo artist and album of the year. Maybe um, he was too busy on Twitter. But that, what I'm saying is that just it just sums up what, which way the Brits has gone. Maybe he's just too offensive now, you know. And that just that frustrated me. But the one positive I will mention about the Brits is that Foles did win Group of the Year, and it's been so good to see the rise over the years. I watched them first time I watched them was 2013 um, at Manchester Academy, which is a tiny venue. And now after the they released Holy Fire, that album, they've just gone on upward trajectory and uh, they were touted as by Melvin Benn who organises Redding and Leeds they, he touted them as headliners then they went on to headline Redding and Leeds and I genuinely think they will headline Glastonbury in the next sort of definitely five years so it was good to see that, that they won group of the year so there was a positive from the Brits but I was just really frustrated my, my, my moment of the Brits and you know exactly what's coming was Johnny Marr on stage yes with the young American girl Billie yeah, Eilish yeah and that, that who uh, you have wrote about already I have wrote about and Got a, th a bit of a thing about anyway. Her rendition, of, well, her performance yes. of "No Time to Die," the new Bond theme, which has been delayed. Which is, I know, I, I was listening it on the radio the other day, and I said, you know, it's great that it's released, but like, are they going to drag it out on the radio till November? Now? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Play it six times a day on Radio One until November, the whenever. Uh, it but she's is, a talent. She is, and people say, oh, she whispers on the songs and stuff like that, and I think that's. That song, No Time To Die, pretty much summed up how that she does not whisper on uh, songs at all. Yeah. Um, but there was other people saying, oh, it just sounded like all the other Bond, Bond songs. You have to remember that Hans Zimmer has had a hand in every Bond song since Casino Royale, since the Daniel yeah. Craig era. So we've had that, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and now this. And people say, well, it's just... It's just, an, it, they all sound the same. Well, they're going to sound the same. It's because it's got the same composer behind it. That's like saying, well, every Oasis song sounds the same. Well, they're going to, it's the same four people. 
So you know, yeah, stuff like that just does my head. It's in. People, what, people just want to get offended at everything. Like they love it, don't they? They absolutely love it. It is what it is. It's a Bond song, so it's going to sound like a Bond song. I don't. <laughs> yeah. It was great in, in it is yeah, good. great performance, and there were some good performances. Um, elsewhere as well like even artists I don't I don't even listen to like the the rapper Dave for example I think he won album of the year but he like, did a very like political he did yeah. performance which was really took me took me back really like it was really watching it I was it was just silence in the, the room it was that powerful I kind of like stuff like that <laughs> but we're not going down the politics route because no, absolutely not it's a poison challenge we've only got half an hour yeah um so yeah, let's wrap that bit up. Yeah, let's move um, on. And going from Liam, Liam Gallagher, to his much-loved brother Noel. My preferred of the two. Crack on! This is your your this bag. You're shaking your head at me, Jay. I prefer Liam. Wait, well, we're just going to be split sixty-six. Point six percent to thirty-three point six. Because I know you're more of a Liam fan than Noel. <sighs> it's tough because I just. I appreciate. No, Noel's uh, clearly the more talented artist. Songwriting, I can't deny that. In my, obviously, in my opinion, but I just, um, I like performances, and I mean, Noel's great. Don't get me wrong, but Liam just Liam's energy and stuff at his gigs is just. Oh, Liam is a front man, and, and, and always be yeah, a front yeah. man, and that's that's kind of what you want. But Noel's new uh, EP, uh, Blue Moon Rising, I think is best of his three EPs, and if you know, and there's some good songs on them three EPs as well. You know, uh, Black Star Dancing, Rattling Rose, Sail On, uh, This Is The Place, Evil Flower, and A Dream Is All You Need To Get By are the six that feature on the other two. And then you've got Blue Moon Rising, Wandering Star, and Coming Outside, which was supposed to be one of the last Oasis songs. And you can feel it You can feel it in there when you're listening to it, mm. that if Noel's um, dulcet tones was replaced by that of his brother's, you can see why it would have fit in quite nicely as an Oasis song, but I like how he's kind of. I think we, I think we said it before. I think it was you that said it before. He's no longer writing music for the masses. He's just writing music for himself and because he's enjoying that kind of music, and he's taking a lot of inspiration from David Bowie and and, and the thoughts as well. So, mm. you know, I, I I really think that um, Blue Moon Rising is the most complete of his three EPs, and I do really like his EP, three EPs as well. Whether he's going to do anything after that, because I know he's only playing a few intimate gigs in Glastonbury this year, which we'll get on to, which we will right? get on to, uh, and you know, mention that 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 word, but we'll get on to later. Yeah, the, the C word. Uh, um, but yeah, Jay, yeah, you said Blue Moon Rising was your favourite out of the three. Yeah, out of three, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah he's. We're we're all in agreement, weren't we, that he he well, he's made enough money. Everyone knows that. And he maybe just got bored of writing the same old music, so he's just gone up. He, fair play, he's experimenting. I mean, there's two ways that you can go about music, and you can either stick with what you know, which is what Liam's done, and it works, mm. and it's very good, or you can do what Noel's done, and quite, uh, uh, and to, as, as, to an essence, what Liam Frey has done with Cortinas, and just try something new all the time. Mm. And I've got a lot of time for people who try try something new. Um, you know, I thought Arctic Monkeys did it as well. They failed a little yeah. bit in some some essences, some occasions. But in other times, they you know they really they really knocked it up and they knocked were, it out of the park. Arctic Monkeys is a good example because no one album is the same. And nobody um, was expecting 
Can't go to bed sort of thing. No, 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 I was expecting no. that. Um, I think those kind of albums are just they're a bit forgotten about concept yeah. albums and yeah. like people obviously people want to go to gigs and have a good time and uh, but I think music can you know it's it is an art, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. and it can be displayed in so many different ways. And one way is to build a f- imaginary casino on the moon and then sing about yeah. people who go there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and 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 like I said, not going back to Noel's new EP. I just like it. It's like the songs on it. It's like really good. To, they're just good. Get you in the mood songs. Blue Moon Rising, growing on me for sure. And then obviously, I really like this is the place and Black Star Dancing. So. Yeah, and Rattling Rose has got that nice little, nice little beat to end up. But then you've got the slow songs like Sail On and The Dream Is All You Need To Get By, and they're just, I think he's kind of completed everything he needed to do in his last three EPs to just to go, right, I'm done, see you later, I'm off. Well, he's off to Glastonbury. Yeah, so um, obviously he's been announced for Glastonbury, the Glastonbury annou- annou- lineup announcement happened recently, um, and I think he... He always wanted to do Glastonbury with the High Flying Birds. I think that's in an ideal world that he'd, I think he, he'd want to headline. But I'm sure he'd be pretty high up the bill anyway. Yeah, sure um, And that was one of the things he wants to do with the High Flying Birds. So he completed his EPs. I think he'll don't do think those. It, I don't think he'd be too happy playing second fiddle to like I don't know Taylor Swift. Well, yeah. Um, I'd, but I, I probably can't see. I'm probably sure he wouldn't mind being second fiddle to Paul McCartney. I think that's what they'll do. Yeah, I, he, I think that's. I think it has been announced he's on before Paul McCartney, but I could be completely wrong. No, that that this. that would make complete sense. He won't. Yeah. He's not going to do it with Kendrick Lamar because obviously Noel has been in the past very vocal about rappers doing Glastonbury because he absolutely slated the decision to book Jay Z as the headline, and then Jay Z obviously did the came on with a guitar and singing Wonderwall, taking the royal mick out of of Noel basically. So he's he won't be. And I cannot see him subbing Kendrick Lamar. It would be burying a hatchet with a rap if, if he did. But yeah, I think it would make sense. Or into Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> um, would not surprise me. But yeah, the, the lineup was announced. And I think Noel will do that and the intimate gigs, and I think he will take a break from Maybe it. Maybe he'll come on stage with Diana Ross. That would be interesting. <laughs> well, Glastonbury's thrown up mad stuff like that before. Like, um, Johnny Mar- Mar- Chris Killers. Yeah, Chris, exactly. And doing the Smiths, nobody saw it coming. And that was the special thing about it. Obviously, you get Chris Martin from Coldplay. He just seems to just live at Glastonbury. He just pops up wherever he, he wants. I think he's in, like, Michael Lewis's spur room or something. Like. He just rocks him and Fatboy Slim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, strange things happen. But, yeah, Glastonbury lining up. Um, I was pretty pleased. I'm not too happy about the headliners. Obviously, me and yourself, Rob, will go in. Hopefully, if the coronavirus does not... Impact it. Right, we've said it, we've got oh, out of the way. It's either the bag now. It's either oh, that or we've got to go to uh, Glastonbury in September because that's when it's been postponed. Yeah. Um, I'm not too headline. Like, McCartney will play some, um, you know, Beatles tunes, which is great. So that'll be a good experience, I suppose. Kendrick Lamar, um, people but love he's not really going to get the rest of the Beatles on stage, is he? Well, there's only, there's only two in the Ringo, left. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather not see Ringo. Sorry, Ringo, but I'd rather <laughs> not see him, man. <laughs> Not even the best drummer in the Beatles. Um, <laughs> Still not. That's the that's worry you think of two of them are dead. And Taylor, obviously Taylor Swift, I mean, she's massive in America, so I kind of get it. And, and Emily Evis has said, obviously she's sort of taking the mantle from her dad now. To she She's been given more and more responsibility yeah. of organised festival. And she said she wants it to be as close to a 50-50 gender split of artists as possible. So I understand 
Taylor Swift, Diana Ross uh, doing those Kendrick big gigs. Yeah. So you've got the four main slots I split 50-50. So. Yeah. Um, but I was pretty happy. Um, the specials, Happy Mondays, Manic Street Preachers. Um, can't think of us off the top of my head. Supergrass. Um, I thought I'm really, Slim, like we've mentioned. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I've got them all here. Actually. I'm really looking forward to Dizzy Rascal. I know that's a ridiculous thing to say, but just... Happy Mondays are there. Yeah. That's going to be as manic as ever. The two main Elbows, ones. of course. Oh, yeah, Elbow, elbow yeah. Keeping, um, it, keeping it local from Ramsbottom. Very yeah. Guy Driver. Um, but I'm most looking forward to probably Manic Street Preachers and the specials. Really? I, didn't think, I thought you were more of a dual leaper kind of person. <laughs> but, um... That was a... Yeah, it's only the first wave, yeah. so we'll... Primal Scream. Pet yeah, Shop Primal Scream, watch them at Neighbourhood Weekend. Pet Shop Boys, let's go and listen to West End Girls. Sing West that last tune. Big, big songs there. So pretty happy so far. It's obviously the first announcement as well. There's a, there's a, always a second announcement and they, they don't, it's not like there won't be anyone we've not heard of. Like for example, the second announcement last year, Jerry Cinnamon got announced, so he's pretty big now. So I'm happy with it so far. I don't know what you think, Jay, I, I, if you want to chip in. I know you're not going, but... <laughs> watch it on telly. Watch on the Beeb. If you're not playing Xbox. I, I, yeah, no, I won't be watching other that. Games console, <laughs> other games consoles are available. No, uh, there isn't. <laughs> you got shoes in Microsoft. <laughs> so, yeah, 50th anniversary, um, which is great. And just all we can do is sit in hope that the coronavirus does not scupper our plans to go. music. Um, if not, we'll have to do this preview again. In about six months' time, go. We've still not gone to Glastonbury. <laughs> no idea what's going on. Um, let's let's make Glastonbury a Christmas festival. If you think it gets bad anyway in the summer with all the mud and all the rain, so far, put it in the winter. Let's see how bad we can really make it. See how many people turn up. I'd, I'd, I'd be stupid enough to still go. Yeah, I would. I'd just put my big woolly jacket. Quite on. a few people will still go, no matter what. And there's still people there at the end of the day, It's just if government advice, obviously, because the this sort of thing about mass gatherings, it is the daddy of mass gatherings when it comes to festivals, you know. It's well, yeah, they said there's no gatherings, you don't really want to have gatherings over 100 people. It's like, for, ex- for example, the amateur rugby game that I played in yesterday, there was nearly 200 people there, so that would have been called off. Glastonbury's definitely going to get called off yeah. if we get to um, to that stage. But, yeah. The good old C word is... Corona Viros. But, yeah, if we keep positive, I'm pretty happy with that line. Don't test positive for coronavirus, don't you? We're <laughs> yeah, that positive. No, oh, God. God. <laughs> it's not the positive um, you want to be. Cool. So taking it cool. From, <laughs> taking it from a national and well, international because it is a worldwide known festival. Bigger, better than Coachella. Definitely. Definitely. Don't even go there. Um, we'll bring it back. Uh, quite local, actually. So just down the road. Just down the road, yeah. With our local focus segment, well, hey. which we're going to try and concentrate on more and more. as local as possible. Yeah. Um, I just want to before. I, talk about a gig that I went to one of my friends Flynn who did a write up about it I just want to quickly mention the Lathams who are a young band from Wigan they've recently just signed a record deal so good on them congrats with them you know go and smash it basically yeah enjoy um, it yeah because as, as Noel said to, to Liam ride it until the wheels come off basically exactly you know, that could be now that, that could be too much down the line that could be 20 years down the line but as, when the wheels come off you know that you've done the best that you can they can put over the put Wigan back on the map Sort of the music. Obviously, we had the Verve. Richard Ashcroft still going, um, but he's not going to be. Yeah, around Richard Ashcroft. Richard Ashcroft is like everybody in Wigan's uncle in it. Yeah, everybody kind of aspires to him. Yeah, but apart from him, 
We've not really had Well, no, we had we had we had Lamar in in Kajigugu. <laughs> he was from Norley Hall, but I don't really think people are gonna. Once people say, oh, "Who was that? Who was that? That musician from Wigan?" and they're not gonna go, oh, "Lamar." No, I don't mean him at all. God, Lamar! Incredible. <laughs> just to put that out of nowhere. That. So yeah, I tell a lie. We've had the Verve, Rich Ashcroft, and Lamar. <laughs> No, all great names. All, all, all huge, mate. Oh, massive. Yeah. But hopefully, Ed the Lavens can get somewhere near that level. <laughs> well, Matt. No, the, <laughs> of the I'm pretty sure they're already there, aren't they? Yeah, to be fair, it's not hard. No, they were, and seen on Twitter, they were partying with Blossoms, which is pretty cool. So. There you go. Stockport's finest, oh. another Northwest. Yeah, J- what was Yeah, great, great band. <laughs> it's the only thing Stockport have ever been good for. Um, we both sort of well, we all paused to think what what else is Stockport. We had a county football team. Yeah, they're still going. Uh, they still won going. the national league north, didn't they, last season? Am yeah, they right? were, yeah. They're, they're currently mid-table in the conference. Massive. <laughs> They'll have Blossoms playing their homecoming parade next. <laughs> Got to play at the stadium. It's um, not but, a great gig. I went to that one. Where the did you go? Away. Yeah, yeah, I was about, It was an amazing. They covered David Bowie at some points as well. Just everything you want from that one. Yeah. That well-known fella from Stockport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that must yeah. be a pretty special for you, though, know, to play your like. Well, yeah. Keeping with the verve, you know, playing Hay Hall, that kind of thing. Playing your hometown yeah. is like dreaming it. Dreaming it. Um, obviously, and then you know. So you what we're to... saying is, um, you know, the Lavens are going to be playing the DW Stadium in about three years. Then. Well, actually, the um, the new owners of Wigan Athletic. Ha- Obviously, own the stadium, and they were looking at getting a music license. So it's not happened yet. Yeah. So things could happen. Yeah. Um, Can't wait to watch Noel Gallagher. <laughs> you know, like doubt it. Well, we've already had Rod Stewart's played Bloomfield Road in Blackpool, which is a dump, and Elton John played the Lee Sports Village. So anything's possible. Mate. Elton John did play the Lee Sports Village. <laughs> Quite everybody. Else. Lionel Richie played Adot Park. He did. Yeah. <laughs> so did Kylie, and uh, Jesse J. So you know, <laughs> the avenues. <laughs> Are there to be explored? <laughs> the northwest is the um, place to be. But yeah, keeping it Wigan, yeah, I, um, and a, a local gig. The first local gig that we've done a write up for one of my good friends for him. Um, he does loads, so I imagine I'll be doing more with him. Um, I think he's he's got one coming up next Friday, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, it was it was a gig in Ashton, Twisted Vine Ale House. Basically, they was they were celebrating um, an anniversary. Escapes for now. Long, I think it's two years they've been open, something like that. It might, probably longer than that. But anyway, that, that's what they're doing, and they did yeah, like a, a Wikipedia page. I'll Google it. <laughs> I've, I've wrote it in the article if you want to drag that up. But um, what they did was did they did like a, a festival over the weekend, and Flynn was one of the artists. He doesn't live too far away, um, and he did like an acoustic slash harmonica set. It was really cool. Did some of his own stuff. A lot of Bob Dylan. He's I was going to say big Bob Dylan. Yeah. yeah. He's big influence on Bob Dylan. It was the second big, birthday big, festival. Not on Bob Dylan. He's been influenced. Obviously, he's not a big influence on Bob Dylan. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's been on Bob Dylan. Yeah. He's been influenced by Bob Dylan. And he did loads of good covers. Um, Smiths. Did a few Smiths tunes. Pogues. Um, Bowie, actually, yeah. Bowie did Starman. So, it, it was a good mix of audience. I think his girlfriend was probably the youngest there and then followed by myself and Beth. But there was some old people in the audience as well. And obviously, he... Played a range of songs that appealed to. And it was a good vibe. It was absolutely packed. It was, just, it was a small bar, like a relay bar on, on a corner. It, it was. It was the second best day as well. I checked it. I was che- it? Check your article. Nice one. So, so uh, well yeah. formed today so far. 
Yeah. I know, it's just rarity this. Storing that information. It's rarity this. <laughs> I know. Never been like this before. Especially when they've killed a lot of brain cells on the air last night as well. <laughs> Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that wraps up uh, Local Focus. So yeah, good luck to the Levens and um, I will be attending a lot more of Flynn's gigs. Yeah, and, and, if, you, and, and if you want us to uh, attend one of your gigs or even what you want to put on a session and we'll come and listen and whatever, or you want to send us some music and you're a local band, then mm. you know you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at WN35Music. Drop us a line and we're, we're more than happy to give it a listen because uh, it's not often that you find people who just love listening to music and I'm quite happy to just sit there and listen to music. Uh, but speaking of music... Obviously. <laughs> it's, our, it's our feature finish. Yeah, so this is what we want to try and do on every episode is a feature finish. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. It does what it says on the tin. Yeah, exactly. um, it's the Ron seal of feature finishes. Exactly. <laughs> so Rob's rustled up um, his feature finish this week. He's going to do a 10-song super album. Uh, no Gallag- Noel Gallagher is the artist. So 10 songs from Noel Gallagher's solo discography to make the perfect Noel Gallagher album. He's done no preparation for this. He's Absolutely no. <laughs> he's going to do... Sat here. Um, if you've not realised by I, now, uh, this is quite an informal chat. We didn't want to. We didn't want to be too I'm gonna rigid cheat. and you know regimental with it. Want to want it to be. I'm definitely going to cheat. So he's got his. He's pulled his vinyls out here. It looks better than. I'm me. disappointed. I want you to do it off the top of your head. Oh, I'm going to have to cheat. I need to see them all. Why? In my face. No, but surely the ones you remember off the top of the head, the ones that stand out more, so should be on the album, yeah, so you just don't need to look. Oh, are these going to get confiscated off me now? Yes. Oh, oh no. Thank you, James. <laughs> um, don't worry, I'll, I'll enforce I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write that. Can I write them down? Posh can write oh, that. Thank don't, you. Don't knock the recorder. I'm not going to knock the recorder. What an instrument that was, a recorder. Can we buy one? Oh. I'm, not gonna, I'm not harsh enough to not let you write it down. I am. But you're I don't know the rules around here. You're a cruel man. <laughs> don't make the rules, just enforce them. Yes. Right. I need a I need a good opener. I need a good I need a solid opener. And I think see I could use I could use Fortnox, but I feel like that'd be a waste of a slot when I can just stick Riverman straight in there, which is a solid opener for me. I'd absolutely agree with that. I don't I'm, put Fortnox in simply because it there's not that much singing in it. I'm gonna put Riverman in as my opener. Because I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, thanks. I would. I would. I would have. Not that it matters because. Personally. Fort Knox. I mean, I it is good Knox. to come out on stage too. Yes. Because yeah, it goes straight yeah. into Holy Mountain. It's so one well. of them. Like, you, you hear it going, you're just like, yes, I know this is going to be sick. Yeah, and it, it did get heat and part bouncing last year uh, very well. Um, but you've gone with Riverman. You've made the a tough executive yeah, yeah, decision. Down, I've, gone, down, go, I've written it down. Riverman is my opener. Um, I, I want to get AKA Broken Arrow in there because it is my favourite Noel Gallagher song. So, but it's, where does it fit? So that comes towards the end of the debut album, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. Right, it's about 6th uh, or 7th on there. Yeah. He's counting them up. Is it 8th? Is it 8th? It's 8th. So do you know what? We'll keep that in. We'll keep that in 8th. This is good progress. Mm. I expect it to take a lot longer than this. We, we, we wait till we do it on Oasis, mate. We'll be here forever. That's <laughs> not I'm pretty sure the whole podcast will just be that, I think. And yeah. I'm going to put in... Just gonna, debating. And, yes. And, and, I'm a th- and I'm a right in thinking that AKA What A Life is number five on the album. He's counting them up again. It's number six. It's number six. Right, okay, so What A Life is going in at number six. 
Uh, okay, you've used both the AKAs. Mm. And, well, that's what they're called. No, but it's just mm. nice to look at. Well, it's yeah, very yeah. aesthetically pleasing. Um, see, I, I think, I think uh, Noel's a great musician. Don't get me wrong. But I think he's missed a trick. And that is very bold to say. Do, oh, do tell. Tread lightly. <laughs> I think the right stuff would have made an absolutely superlative closing song. Yes. And I think he's dropped the ball a bit there. Putting he, it in the <clears throat> Use it as a transition but, song, really. But Ballad of the Man, yeah, I was going to say. He's also a very good closing song. Yeah. Um, and because I can't split them, I'm going to move on to something else for a bit. I'm going to put Blue Moon Rising in there. Okay. Because it's very good. And I'm going to put Blue Moon Rising in at number two. Straight in there. Once you've done this, you can reel it off one to two. I will, I will. Um, yeah. And I'm going to put in... There's, there's, there's two songs on the first album that I've got to go in, which is If I Had A Gun and The Death Of You And Me. Yes, I would 100% put The Death Of You And Me in. I remember and hearing... I f- and I feel like I'm missing one, which was second on the album. Dream, is it Dream, Dream On? Dream On? It is Dream oh, On. I see, you've got that in there. So, I'm, do you know what? I'm gonna take. Does it, does it go dream on? Uh, if I had a gun. If I had a gun, and then the death of you and me. I'm gonna keep them three in that order, and they're going straight in. So dream on. I uh, put bream on. That's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> dream on. Uh, if I had a gun. I remember. Um, and the death of you and me. Oh my days! That I was is in a... last year high school when Noel announced that he was doing, he was becoming a solo artist, and I remember Death of You Me was, if I'm not mistaken, was his first single that released, and I remember listening to that, walk, walking to school with my mates, one earphone in, as you did, for some reason. Because that's what you did, you um, cool. And it was proper sunny, and heard that song for the first time, and it was, I was like, he's still got it. Not, not that he would ever lose it. He'll but, never, he'll never ever um, lose it. So I'm glad you've put the Death I'm of You Me I'm going to put in, at number nine, and this is absolutely out of nowhere, Man Who Built The Moon. That is a because it's outside a, the box choice. Because I think it's the best song off the Who Built the Moon album. Okay, it's mate, it's absolutely. It is my it album. is my top ten. Uh, uh, I, I thought this movie was a closer and a number seven. And I'd love to. I'd honestly love to get one of the new songs off his new EPs because come outside is. Mm. But there's some great tunes. That you haven't, you, that I haven't even scratched so, the yeah, yeah, so, I'm looking through here. Because I've got, I've got, I've, I've the the main one for me. Lock all the doors. But yes, Dying of the Light is the main oh, one. Dying of the Light is an absolute. It's a gem. It is a dream in it. Um, Do you know what? I might take Dream on out and put substitution Dying, and put mm. Dying of the Light. I'd agree with that. I think Dream on is the least strongest from the three you've picked from the solo out of. Dream on if I had a gun and death of you and me. I Dying think of the light. that would have to be called. I'm, I'm going to say now, stop the clocks. It didn't even get a sniff. Nah. And neither did, um, neither did, um, um, uh, Love is the Law. Yeah. That didn't get a sniff either. That's a, a good tune as well. Uh, all the two Wednesdays, the interludes. Um, um, see, I do like, I do like Dead in the Water. Great tune, but it's not on the vinyl. No, it's not. No, it's it's isn't it on the album though? It is on the album. So yeah, it's a live recording as well. It is a live yeah. recording. Because for me, that would be the last tune, like end of discussion. 
Could I, can I be? It's arguably his best tune. Can I be dead coin? Put like uh, the Ballad of the Mighty Eye is the last one, and then in brackets, bonus track. You're yeah, bending yeah, yeah. the rules a little just bit. Just like now. a little hidden song in there. God, I don't know. Um, you're bending the rules. I don't know. I'm going to display that to the board of directors. <laughs> we are the board of directors. <laughs> um, I'll let you do that. Thank you very oh, much. So, he's been nice. He's been nice. So, ballad, ballad of the oh. Mighty Eye. You gotta do these good deeds every now and again. And then, in brackets, because it's in effect a bonus track. In effect, you can have it as a bonus track. Yeah, so it and is. And because it's so good. And it's gonna yeah. sit. Because it, it's such a good song, you're allowed that pass. And it's gonna sit there right at the end. I'd love to have come on outside him. Because it's, it's an unbelievable record. You've got one slot, man. And I'd love to have. You've got. Lock all the doors in. Again, yeah. actually, you, when you mentioned, obviously. Um, was it Come Outside you mentioned was it actually an Oasis it was yeah. meant to be an obviously Lock All Doors it was, it was actually a demo, a demo yeah, yeah with Liam singing it but I actually think Noel sings it better yeah I've oh, not heard the Liam version for a, for a it's a very Liam song if you know what yeah. I mean in terms of the guitar and the speed tempo yeah. but I actually think Noel sings it better and there's a song that's escaped me on the first album it's Stranded on the Wrong Beats love Stranded on the Wrong Beats another great great song Um but unfortunately, is it strong enough? Probably not. I'd love to put Rattling Rose and Black Star Dancing, but they've just... I feel like you're building up to a crescendo here where you're going to announce something. Do you know what I'm making it? Well, this, this is the thing, and it's off. It's off the Chasing Yesterday album. We mentioned it before. The right stuff is going to go in as, as between... I like that. It's going to sit between like What a Life and Broken I like Hell. the creativity and the boldness. Mm. You've, not, you've not just gone for... You're not, you're not you're not trying to please people. I'm not. <laughs> no, never. I like the right stuff. I never have tried pleasing anyone. So, this wow. is my feature, uh, feature finish. Um, so, uh, my 10 song album by Noel Gallagher would be opening with The Riverman into Blue Moon Rising, Dying of the Light, If I Had a Gun, The Death of You and Me, aka What a Life, with the right stuff uh, next, and then Broken Arrow, Man Who Built the Moon as a penultimate song, and then The Ballad of the Mighty Eye to finish it off with The Dead in the Water as a little hidden track. Bonus just track. To, just mm. to catch you all. So that'd be, and do you know what I'd call it? I was going to say, just just as a little something, give it an album title. Whatever you want. It can be, obviously not that any of the album titles that he's had, but it can be named after a song, for example. See, see, or you can completely make yeah, it. Yeah, so because I've not put In the Heat of the Moment in. It's probably my favourite Noel song, other than... Um, dead in the water. I'm devastated. You know, he's not made the cut. Not <laughs> really devastated. Cut. But I'm not a people pleaser. It's. It, I'm a rob pleaser. It's a tough world. It, 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 <laughs> and it's a cruel world we live in. Give it a name. Go on. It can be a song, or you can completely make something up off the top of your head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mash together a little bit here. Right. And we've got who built the moon and chasing yesterday. So I'm gonna put uh, the, the name of the album is is who chased yesterday. Interesting. So there you go. Interesting. That is in. And he's writing that down just to rubber stamp it. Yeah. Who chased? I put Clayst. Who chased yesterday? And that is going to be in no shops near you this Christmas, and it'll not get re released ever unless you do a mixtape or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that is. That. Unless you burn it to a disc on Windows Media Player. <laughs> <laughs> Can do. I might do that actually. I'll make a little playlist on Spotify with it. Yeah. I'll do that. I want to make a public playlist on Spotify. Come on. That's like, that's something we could do actually. We yeah. could create a Spotify and then every feature finish that you do, we can make a playlist. So who chased yesterday is a ten. It's gonna be eleven songs. Obviously, it's gonna have a hidden track at the bottom. Yeah. Do not shuffle it. It's already shuffled enough. Um, yeah, listen it through one to ten. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll create a dummy on yeah, 35 music, Spotify and... There we go, and that, that. that is crescendo nicely, just as Dead in the Water finishes... So we on the WM35 Music Podcast. Uh, I've been rather been joined by Kieran and Jay. Whether Jay joins us on the next one, it might be a staple staple presenter now. Who, who knows? Thanks for coming. Thanks no for coming. problem. Hang it out. Happy to be here. <laughs> I'll just take these with me. You will take it with me. And thank you very much for, for listening in and uh, look out for more articles that we do, uh, more podcasts and videos if we ever get round to it and I finish editing. And, <laughs> um, yeah, um, drop us a line if you've got us, want us to cover anything, but thank you for listening.